Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming and welcome to BitCast 81. We've got a short yet lengthy BitCast for you this week. We've got a couple reviews for you with Outer Worlds. Ains is going to be reviewing that one. And then we've got Dan doing Death Stranding. So not a lot of news. We are going to spend quite a bit of time on XO19, but a ton of stuff to talk about. So we are going to go our typical time. We always kind of tease you, this is a short one, this is a short one, and it's never short. So we've got a full-length BitCast for you this week. <laughs> I don't know why we say but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know why we say it either. But uh, <laughs> three hours, buckle up, guys. But uh, yeah, so expect expect about an hour thirty on this one, more than likely. Yeah. But uh, let's start out with I guess was not only the biggest events in a while in gaming, but um, the biggest set of news. So not a ton of news, like I was saying at the start. But XO19 was this week. It did take place in London. If you did catch it, very entertaining. It was about an hour and a half, an hour forty, if you count what was the actual content. They had a lot of like pre-game stuff going on, um, and then there was tons of stuff that you could catch from the team afterwards but overall great presentation we were talking last week about how you know the bar's kind of low based on what inside xbox has been recently um and but not to expect a full e3 but what i did and funny enough i have my um ipad mini here and i took notes out of the entire uh presentation that was happening so i'll briefly touch on some of my favorite things but do you guys want to briefly talk about the flow how do you guys think this one flowed compared to past bigger presentations I, I, it's obviously hard to compare it to a simple inside xbox but also not fair to talk about a simple e3 so it slotted itself somewhere in the middle what do you guys think yeah, I know we talked before around, um, you know, how disappointing the last Inside Xbox was. It was really flat, stupid jokes. The hosts were talking too much. And at least for me, what I wanted to see was a, a mix of a ton of game news mixed with uh, a little developer chat here and there. And for by and large, that's what we got. I, I thought personally it was a really good show. Um, I was engaged for the whole 90 minutes. I thought they showed a ton of stuff, yet still had a few, you know, developers or, or cameos. Phil Spencer had a few minutes where he spoke, so I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a good format. Um, you know, it was obviously a little bigger budget than they'll do on inside Xboxes typically, so uh, you would expect it to be better, but I hope they move more towards games and videos and less host talking like this going forward. <laughs> All right. How yeah. about you, Dan? Um, Yakuza. <laughs> That's all. We, we were talking about format. <laughs> Oh, format, yeah. format, yeah. Uh, we'll be here's, going into the, the details of everything too, Dan. I think it was better than the E3 presentation. You know, mine, if you took Whoa. Keanu out of E3, this was... Because he made it breathtaking. He, he did. He did. He was, <laughs> he was super excited. I actually enjoyed it, like you said. I, you know, I don't want to hear these hosts make stupid jokes all the time like they do usually every time. Um, and it, it, just, it just bores the hell out of me. So... I want to see games. I want to see what you're bringing. Um, they had that in spades. So I really did enjoy the format. Okay. So um, like I said, I have the full layout of my notes. You can't see it too clear here um, on the camera. Starting but um, So let's talk about format. <laughs> no, no, we will get to Yakuza. But um, I'm going to go in the flow of the way the presentation went um, as far as announcements and stuff. And um, in watching it, um, did you guys get the feeling that the start of it was more for the younger audience? And as it progressed through the presentation, it got more mature and mature and mature to where like older people would pay more attention to it? Or was that just me? I, I didn't get that. No, I didn't either. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 the reason I'm mentioning it is, so it started off with Everwild. 
Then it went to Grounded. And then, so there was a very cartoony feel at the beginning. There was that Cart Rider Drift, which I don't know what the hell that was. And there was Purgatory, Sea of Thieves. And as it got later on, then the second Bleeding Edge got uh, their launch date and everything. Then xCloud started getting mentioned and then Game Pass. And then that's when the Game Pass announcements came through. So, well, I guess let's actually start with what I mentioned. The, the, the two big games. So Everwild, Grounded, and we'll talk about Wasteland at the very end. But... What do you guys think of the new Rare and Obsidian games? Because these are not down my alley, but it might be down someone else's alley. Um, and at the same time, these are not the big game that Obsidian is working on as well, to keep that in mind. So let's let's just start with Everwild and Grounded. What do you guys think? Um, I, I didn't, you know, Everwild is kind of kind of being one of those things where it's like I have to see more of it um, to kind of, yep. you know, get my interest peaked, I guess. Probably going to be on Game Pass. Going to be on Game Pass. Yeah, it's Rare. Yeah. yeah, and so is mm-hmm. uh, Grounded, um, which I think is a big theme for this whole show. But um, just talking about these two games, Grounded looks actually kind of cool. I heard they only had like 13 people working on it or something like that. A very, very yeah, small very team. Yeah, very small team. So, you know, yep. it, it, for what that is, I mean, it looks really good. Um, I am interested to see more of it. You know, it, it, these are just kind of little teasers for me. So, um New games is awesome, especially when they're on Game Pass. So I'm all about it. You've definitely got that for sure. Go ahead, Andy. Yeah, so I'm kind of with Dan. Everwild, I think the art style is beautiful. Uh, very unique looking. Rare's good at making beautiful games, uh, but I don't know anything about it. You know, this was a cinematic trailer, and uh, I don't know what type of gameplay, what type of world we're, we're looking at here. So um, I'm interested in it, but definitely need to see more before really making a a judgment grounded pretty much with Dan again too it looks kind of cool looks kind of fun it reminded me of the uh, scene in Honey I Shrunk the Kids you know when the kids are fighting yep. the ant and everything which I think many people got from that as, or the old guys like us um, but I don't know Obsidian I will just say that I trust Obsidian's a really good development studio they make a lot of games I like so I'm interested to see what the gameplay mechanics are like in this game um, and that one comes pretty soon. They said spring next year, so it's not too far off. But Yeah, so for for um, Grounded, I have here in my notes that it's going to be early access in spring and beta during that time, and the official launch will not be until later. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the I think the dev was saying that there was only, as Dan said, about 13 people were working on it, and it's only been in development for about a year. So it has wow. not been in development for very long. And uh, to give you guys a little content, so Everwild, in my opinion... It looked like an art style of Ashen meets Ori is a good way to kind of think about it, in my opinion. The lighting was beautiful on it, but it was a cinematic trailer. We didn't really see much of gameplay in anything or even what you're supposed to do in the game yet. And then Grounded is kind of like a video game Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, um, in my opinion. Um, But there was one thing that I noticed at XO was when they went into the crowd and um, they had people standing in the background, there was always one or two just mega creepy looking dudes in the background. (laughs) Um, there was one dude and I was behind the scene like four separate times, and he just stood yeah. there with a blank face. Like, yeah. I thought he was drooling. It was really weird. Uh, when they were talking about Grounded, there was this one guy that looked like a troll <laughs> from like the Lord of the Rings movies. And I was like, that dude so has mean. not changed his facial reaction since the beginning of the thing. I was like, what is happening? Is this a, are they trolling us? You know, what's, what's happening? So, um,. Yeah, so we, those those were the big games that were started at. They launched it with. Then they started talking about a game called Purgatory, which um, 
looks okay. I, I wasn't blown away by this. It looks interesting. Um, I think that one's right around the corner. And then they mentioned Sea of Thieves. So more content coming on. I think we all can all agree that Sea of Thieves has just turned into an amazing game with just constant support from where. So even more just great things. Dan, any, anything you wanted to mention about what you saw as far as content goes? You've got a lot more hours than us on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always for more content in Sea of Thieves. Speaking of which, log on and get your oh gears. Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, your 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 library. It's got the I think the sails, the the library for the ship, and then a uh, figurehead, uh, which is a chainsaw basically. Nice. Lancer. It's awesome. Um, yeah, get that. But I mean, they keep putting more and more out. I mean, people really can't complain about it, at least content anymore. I mean, it did ship very very thin, but you know they turned it around. You know, so shout out to Rare. They did a great job. Still one of my favorite games of this generation. Um, uh, I need to get back into it a little bit more. Ains, anything on those two games, Purgatory and Sea of Thieves? No, not too much on those. No, I don't, I okay. don't have anything good cool. to add. But yeah, don't forget <laughs> to get your Gears of War stuff and Sea of Thieves. And I did already today, yep. too. I got my message to get my mix pot as well, yep. which also included a wheel for Sea of Thieves. Yep. So. The Obsidian yep. wheel. Yep, yep. Then they moved over to uh, just a really odd game for me, which is Cart Rider Drift. <laughs> I didn't know what to think of this game. I, the trailer was going on, and when I was watching it, I was like, okay, this looks kind of like a Mario Kart copy thing, whatever. The stage looked really boring, and then that was a trailer, and then they moved over to the devs actually playing it, and it looked like a mobile game to me. Did you guys feel the same thing? I was like, what are we watching here? It was really strange. Yeah, it was. it's definitely unique. Uh, it, it seems like Microsoft, for better or for worse, is going after some of these kind of Chinese market games. And this is what yep. it is. This has been around for a long time, I, I found out, on PC. Uh, and it is. It's like a competitive Mario Kart style game, except for its its niche, if you will, is customization. So it's got something like 10,000 abilities to customize your character and card and stuff. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I love kart racing games especially online multiplayer like if we can all play this and battle each other that'd be fun but to your point it doesn't look super well polished or super deep so i, I don't really know yeah, the way you describe it as chinese mobile uh, chinese games is exactly the feeling i got when i was watching i was like what are we watching here how is this taking up so much time of xo but dan sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you no 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 i'm just looking at like the thumbnail for the youtube video and there's a banana on there with glasses <laughs> uh, so it's pretty much mario Kart oh. that's customizable I guess. Yeah, I mean, they did take quite a bit of time with this one, so I guess they're really excited. They had those two guys that were uh, the pros. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a game. Oh, man, they were hilarious. No, it was great, yeah. They finished, the, they, they finished their demo, and then they immediately started cheering real loud, and the people that were standing behind them didn't cheer at all. It was kind of an awkward <laughs> moment. So it was kind of like, what is happening? So... Okay, um, then we got to the Bleeding Edge, big Bleeding Edge uh, announcement. We got a release date. Yeah. Um, we're looking at uh, March 24th for Bleeding Edge. We got to play that at E3, and that's one of the biggest surprises we had. It was fantastically fun. Yeah, really polished. Um, so, yep, they introduced a new character as well, which was uh, very cool. Um, and then there was another game called Tell Me Why. So Tell Me Why um, is from the makers of Life is Strange. Um, if you did like Life is Strange, I think Dan loves that game the most. <laughs> uh, but this game looks like a little bit more mature, maybe, and a little bit of have a little sci-fi 
type game that it was filling in there. So if you're a big fan of Life is Strange, that might be down your alley. I don't think it blew anyone away, but it's cool to see that that team is still working on on something fun. Um, anything you want to mention on that one, Dan? No. Before we get to I'll far? take this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah go go ahead, Ains. Um, no, <laughs> I knew you I'll would. Get, I'll get myself into trouble. <laughs> well, well, so, for context, though, whether or not the three of us really enjoy it, Life is Strange is a pretty big IP. There yes. are It sells well. Lots of people yep. play it. Um, what's really interesting about this one is that it's uh, all episodes are coming at once next summer, um, and it's going to be in Game Pass because it's being published by Xbox Game Studios. So mm-hmm. kind of interesting there because some I saw some people saying, why did that say Xbox Game Studios, which mm-hmm. leads us to believe right that this may be exclusive or Microsoft funded this development for this game. So I think that's kind of interesting to, to find out what that is. The game itself... I don't know if I'm going to play it. I have kind of moved away from these uh, Telltale style games. They haven't done much for me lately, but we'll see. Yep. Cool. So then we go ahead, Dan. Or you did have something? No, to say. that go was ahead. it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted. To... <laughs> so um, then we got into the more technical aspect of XO19. Um, xCloud was then talked about some really good news on there they've expanded it to 50 plus games they did talk about the regions that are going to be expanding on there so right now the big regions I believe are the United States United Kingdom and Korea are the big ones and they're going to be moving that to a bigger scope of people um, that will be able to test that Um, they also touched on the fact that um, it is coming to Windows 10 PC and they are going to expand controller support so you'll be able to play with the Sony PlayStation controller which was weird as it received booze from the crowd so really strange to be at a conference live because we were at e3 and i i think even if they released something negative we wouldn't have booed them so that was kind of a strange response but um still only android which is um unfortunate for me because i have an apple phone and my work phone's an apple one um and for some reason in, in the states the uh, iphone owns 55 percent of the market and then android with other um and other stuff like black believe it or not blackberry still exists <laughs> Um, is another thing on there and we it's not even supported yet so i wish they would expand the support but it's still in beta form and they did definitely push for people to register if you're interested in it so that was pretty neat i mean that's that's a pretty big announcement um to have 50 plus games on xcloud already yeah it's huge man i mean i I, as soon as it announced i uh I launched it up on my phone and started seeing all the new games you can play. Because it was like then. Yeah, it was right then. Yeah. yeah. Another cool thing, you know, is they're working on uh, bringing your library to to the streaming aspect of it through XCloud, not through just console streaming, yep. which is awesome. Because funnily oh, yeah. enough, I, you know, right. I having played this, that is the more reliable uh, uh, service. Actually, the console streaming still has some issues. Um, I think it's just due to maybe more places for the signal to screw up, I guess, or fail. So mm-hmm. maybe that's the issue, but you're basically going from, I guess, their servers to your phone if you're just using your, your con- or you're just a regular xCloud streaming. So um, that's huge for me, I think. Um, EA has gotten involved in it. You can play Madden 20 right yeah. now on it. Um, there's a lot of big things coming from that. And actually, a little side story, I had the birthday party for my kids today. They took over my gaming area <laughs> to play VR in Smash Brothers. So while they did that, I hooked up my Elite to my phone and played some Jedi Fallen Order. It's awesome. It worked great. That's awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I didn't have to worry about hooking my Xbox downstairs into a different TV. I just popped that on and boom. Had a few little stumbling issues, but you know, it is what it is. 
But um, I'm very excited yeah. about the future of this. I didn't think I would be. Um, I still don't know how much I'll use it. Um, but having that option is awesome. Yeah, not too much to add here. I mean, kind of what we expected. You mentioned the market, so they're expanding to Canada. They said Western Europe, India. Western Europe alone and Canada, I mean, are the, the next major, major Huge. markets, of course. Um, yep. And then, um, you know, they made it clear, which I know we've talked about before, but for whatever reason, I, I said this during, is people have problems mentally making the connection for, for whatever reason, but they mentioned that your Game Pass library and membership will be coming yes. to xCloud, which... Should have really been obvious, but I guess they had to state it um, because your Game Pass is just digital licensing, right? You have the digital licensing to those games, so it's just going to be expanding that library. So, uh, and then Windows 10 PCs is is obviously huge as well. That's actually what I'm more interested in because sure. because then you get away from your phone model, right? It doesn't matter. I can take this with me and just hook up my Elite on the road and play yep. on my laptop. Huge. So awesome. Did you guys see anything about? I, I must. I, I don't think I missed it, but like pricing. Or is this nope. going to be something where it's, it, it seems to me like they're just going to, this is included in your stuff. I, I, you know? my, my bet is that they include in Ultimate. Yeah. If you're Game Pass Ultimate, it's going to include xCloud access to Game Pass and Live. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and I think if they well. do that, it's that's like putting the hammer down on now and Stadia. Yeah. Oh, pfft. Stadia. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will get to it shortly. Um, so I'm going to start moving a little quicker here on stuff because we've already, like I said, it's a long but it's short long news bitcast. Yeah, but, no biggie. Yeah, People like like looking at my <laughs> so face. here. <laughs> that's right. It's a fantastic one. So, um, so this is the one critique I had about in, inside Xbox was the pushing of Game Pass the entire freaking presentation. Um, and they finally got to the main portion of Game Pass, and they did talk about the announcements that were coming to Game Pass. So the big game that was available live over there was Rage 2, so that did come out recently. There's about five other games that were available uh, at the same time. I think Remnant was one of them, and a few other ones that are not as big but as Rage 2, but they were there. And then they did talk about Darksiders 3. Halo Reach finally is going to be coming to Master Chief Collection at the beginning of December. Um, and then the big one that Dan was teasing to you guys earlier is there's a ton of new things coming for 2020 um, and even early 2020. So the Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami 1, and Yakuza Kiwami 2 will be available in 2020. Um, Final Fantasy is coming to Xbox, and there's going to be 10 different games from the Final Fantasy franchise there. And then Ains's most exciting thing from there is the Kingdom Hearts franchise is coming yes. to Game Pass as well. And it's not Kingdom Hearts 3, it's Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and then all the little special editions that came out after that that were extended cuts and all kinds of weird things like that. So those were some of the big things about Game Pass. But like I said, and I counted them during XO, they brought up Game Pass in six different parts of XO that in addition to the main Game Pass thing, and just the constant trailers were repeating themselves over and over. So that got a little annoying to me, but I understand from a business standpoint on how they're trying to push Game Pass. I just wonder when that's going to slow down a little bit because for the past four inside Xboxes and E3s, it's been Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. From from an Xbox fan, I got it, I got it. But I guess from new fans, they've got to constantly be reinforced on what Xbox Game Pass is. But what do you guys think about Game Pass announcements and I guess the enhancement of Game Pass? So, yeah, a couple things. Uh, I may be the first person to unsubscribe from Game Pass due to new games being added with the announcement of Kingdom Hearts because it's just going <laughs> to pollute my console and I can't have that. Um, no, but uh, 
I, I think it's really neat. I, it's nice to see um, the relationships they're building. Phil Spencer even talked about it, you know, hearing the feedback, knowing they want more Japanese support. I think Yakuza and getting all these Final Fantasy titles, not only on Xbox, but in Game Pass, is pretty amazing. Yep. Um, now, it's not like, I think we talked yesterday, it's not like I'm searching out these games to play them. I could play them today if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. But I think it just shows the relationship building that they're trying to do, which is a good thing. Um, yeah, I think that's really it on Game Pass. I mean, we've talked before, it's the best value in gaming right now. It really is. Yeah, and there, is. there's more than you can play already and it just continues to grow and grow and grow and there's a whole bunch of other titles we haven't even touched on yet you know new ips that are coming to game pass as well yep. um so it's it's nuts yeah then you had yeah i'm that. hesitant to buy a slightly old game because i have a feeling it's going to drop on it's like pedro pass, so. like my friend pedro because yeah. i oh I, man I, wanted, I can't wait yeah to i've been game. wanting to play it and i'm like you know it's just one i don't have time for so i'll wait because there's a roll the dice chance it's going to come to game pass and here it you is. go yep. it is it's going to, you know, the thing with Game Pass is, I mean, yeah, like you said, Bert, you kind of have to, you know, they're, they're putting a lot of the eggs in this basket a lot. Yeah. You know, because it's not only for the Xbox, but you're also talking, you know, with Ultimate for the PC. I just downloaded Age of Empires yep. 2 yesterday. I'm going to play the heck out of it because it's nice. me one of my favorite games. Um, and now it's remastered. I will be playing Age of Empires 4. That looks it, cool, it too. It looks so good, yeah. you know. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, um, yes. And I'll probably end up playing Wasteland 3 on it, you know, assuming that's coming to PC. That'd probably be the best place for me to pay. Yeah. It, it's huge. I mean, I, I don't... I've slowed down on actually buying some games, which is saying a lot because I buy everything. <laughs> so this is actually... I mean, I'm good to like 21, 20, yeah. 22 or so. I don't know. It's yeah, it's crazy but how much. The thing is, right? Is all of us who are invested into it now, when that does run out, because it will run out, yeah. we're not going to cancel our subscription. No, we're we're in it now. Yeah, which is the entire point. Exactly. They have hooked me, and I am the big fish. They're just going to feed the whale <laughs> right here. The other one other note on Game Pass is they don't report numbers, you know, people right. in it. But I did see an article where a company reported, similar to CNBC with the Xbox sold, where uh, last month Phil Spencer was talking and they said around nine and a half million. That's subs, crazy. Which is, uh, that, if that's true, and that was in the article reported, um, that's pretty bonkers because uh, PS Now has been around longer and only just hit a million. So it gives you some context for how many people are in uh, Game Pass right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you guys were just talking about PC. So Flight Simulator had a longer gorgeous. trailer this time. Looks awesome. Um, looks absolutely gorgeous. One of the negatives about it is only coming to PC. So I had to research it, and I was like, is this coming to the X? Is this coming to Scarlet? It is not currently in development for console. It's okay. only available for PC. So I, I wonder how beautiful, I'm sorry, what, how strong of a, a PC you need to play the beautiful trailer that's playing. So, um, and you're going to have to have a super nice monitor or just hook it up to your TV. But I was kind of let down by that, that you won't be able to play that's it on That's so weird because anyway. they've so, talked about it with Xbox context yeah. in the past. They have. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the weird thing. The messaging's been really weird on that one. I had to look it up because it was never mentioned. And then upon watching EXO again, it said PC at the very bottom yep. with no Xbox next to it. And then I did some research, and it's only in development for PC at the current time. Mm. So 
Very, very strange one there. Um, Age of Empires 4, Dan, you already talked about it. I think that's mainly coming to PC, but it will be available eventually for the Xbox console. But that's obviously something people are looking forward to. Um, Minecraft Dungeons, yes. another one that we're all super excited about. Looks fantastic. Coming here in the near future will be available on Xbox Game Pass. Anything you guys want to mention on this one? I know you guys are bigger Minecraft fans than I am. Well, they showed loot. So I'm in. Yeah, that was it. That's all it took, right? <laughs> um, no, it looks it looks really awesome. I love what they showed. They showed what I wanted to see because we already knew it was four player co op dungeon. You know, classic dungeon. Um, I don't know the word I'm looking for here, but um, they showed you know some of the abilities. They showed the UI. They showed uh, loot, and it, it does. It looks like Minecraft Diablo, which is just awesome. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, Flight Simulator looks stunning, as you said. Age of Empires 4 looks great. And the other thing that uh, kind of got glossed over is that um, they announced the new studio name. So this is a new Xbox studio that's, right, that's making uh, Age of Empires, and it's called World's Edge. It was previously you know, just kind of out there as the Age of Empires studio, but it's another uh, formal studio under the Xbox Game Studios banner now. So um, all they, good stuff. They didn't talk about Gears Tactics. They did not. That's, that's the one I was missing, I think, through the whole thing, but... I'm excited for that one too. That is confirmed for Xbox. Yes, by the way. that one is. Yeah, yeah. This is just—I mean, it's all just like a big giant vat of sugar. <laughs> big Xbox. I mean, it's, it's, it's just good. I mean, there's nothing bad. I mean, if you don't necessarily like what the games are, maybe, but there's got to be one in there that you know is worth paying ten bucks <laughs> for. You know, there's, I don't know. There's so many games. I don't know how anyone complains nowadays. Yeah. We're we're overloaded with yep. games. So much stuff. Yep. Another funny one they brought up was Skatebirds, which that I thought was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's uh, Tony Hawk with birds. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of a weird game, but it looks, funny enough, kind of fun. It looks awesome. So we'll, it's like Tony Bird. Yeah, uh, we'll see if that takes off at all um and then kind of a, an interesting announcement so we had saw a super teaser at e3 for crossfire x um it's kind of a counter-strike game that's been out in korea for a while they're bringing it to console now and the interesting thing is is that three different studios are working on it so you have um a smilegate which is located in uh, korea then you have remedy which is in uh, finland and then you have xbox seattle which is all kind of coming together to create Crossfire X on the console. They had a theatrical trailer and then they had a gameplay trailer that showed off more of how you could play. Looks pretty good. It is gonna be free to play, um, which is also interesting. And they're gonna be able to have Battle Royale and other just like team deathmatch type style games in there as well. So it looks pretty cool. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I was excited about this because it's, it's interesting that uh, this game's been around for a long time, PC only, um, but it's coming to Xbox. It's interesting. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> Remedy making the uh, single-player campaign because I don't know what that looks like. Remedy is, you know, they their games are pretty unique with mechanics and whatnot. So we'll see what this looks like. And then um, the fact that, like you said, it's going to have battle royale, standard deathmatch, and all these other multiplayer modes. The actual gameplay they showed of the shooting looked pretty solid. So I'm uh, I'm always excited to try a new shooter. Which one is free, man? Yeah, and it's free. Yeah, I yeah I remember seeing this now. You know, at E three maybe they had like a small little thing on it. They had a a, a non gameplay Very video small. right yep. at E three. Yeah, and yeah, I mean this is I mean it's not a bad thing for sure. Yeah, and it's free. 
Nope, not a bad thing at all. It's more of just interesting to see how many studios are jumping in to help out with it. Yeah, cool. um, they did say that they did say they are aiming for 2020 to have this release, so not too far around the corner is what it seems like. So we'll see if that happens. Um, and then, like I said, they brought up more Game Pass stuff that they're just kind of float through their tra- trailer again of what's coming. And then they closed out. Um, well, actually, Phil Spencer did come out and talk a bit more about stuff that he's trying to bring to the Xbox console. He's been listening to feedback, more games and franchises that are coming. So that was really interesting. And then they closed out with Wasteland 3. So, Dan, you mentioned you were super excited for Wasteland 3. Was there anything new that you saw here, or were you just excited to see more of what they were showing? It was just I want to see more of what they're, they're, they've got. Um, I'll, I'll be playing that day one for sure. Um, it was kind of a weird way, I think, to close it out, though. You know, I was kind of expecting it to go a little bit longer. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but, I mean, I can't complain about the amount of content and what they had, you know. Um, I did not get my controller. Just a little side note. Mm. That was nuts. Mm-hmm. I actually got it in my car. <laughs> Me too. And you could not finish the nope. payment. I actually called them up and yep. made sure it wasn't something on my end. And they said, no, we saw that in about 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so it's what it is. But um, I really enjoyed the show overall. It was, uh, you know, it was great. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think Wasteland looks really good. It's it's quite obvious that the uh, the boost they've gotten with Xbox Game Studios is showing. They I saw a comparison video the other day of you know when it was first shown a couple years ago and what it looks like now, and it's night and day. So mm-hmm. um, really neat. So I hope they take their time and it's really solid. And uh, I didn't get the controller, but I did pick up a shirt because I really like the artwork because within that artwork is stuff from around London. That's cool. So r- really neat. So yeah, thought it was a good show. Cool. Lots of announcements. Lots of games. I don't know how people can be sour. I'm sure some people are. Um, we don't worry about them. I have a quick question for you guys. Yep. Um, out of all these games announced, I mean, how many do you guys think will actually be like launch day Scarlet games? Or do you think a lot of these? Because I read an interview with Aaron Greenberg that said that 2020 is going to be a huge year for first-party Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what he said. So I'm wondering if these are going to wait till I've been hearing know, that for November. a while, Dan. Oh, you know, sure, yeah. Yeah, we hear that all the time. But they've actually shown some stuff now. Now, I'm wondering, like, you know, like, Everwild, how <laughs> far that is that out? You know, um, the, uh, was the Grounded is coming out this year, so that's going to be before. But I'm wondering how much many of these other games, like Crossfire, for example, will be, you know, like launch day games for the Scarlet. Um, so, you know, with everything being forward compatible now, yeah. Um, I don't know if they're really focusing on releasing like with Scarlet Launch Day per se, but what I could that's see fair. is kind of a promotional um, push for a lot of games at Scarlet's launch as yeah. uh, Scarlet Enhanced type thing, right? Sure. So you may we may get grounded earlier in the year, but then they may push for it being the official release with Scarlet and it being optimized for Scarlet in 4K60 or gotcha. whatever. Crossfire, you know, a whole bunch of those games may be 4K60 Enhanced for Scarlet is what I think would happen. Cool. Yeah, from my standpoint there, Dan, um, I, I don't see anything that was at EXO that was the star lineup game that's going to be for Scarlet. I think Xbox is saving that for E3. Sure. Um, on the, you know, this is going to be the big, you know, your Halos and your other games like that that are going to be there. I think a lot of the games mentioned are going to be, with the exception of Everwild and Grounded, 
um, are going to be you know available on Xbox <coughs> One X, and you'll be able to play them soon. They will not be the highlight of Scarlet. I I think we have yet to see the power of Scarlet and even the PlayStation Five from anything we're seeing today. Nope. Halo so, Infinite um, <clears throat> and Forza Eight will be the the pillars. Yep. Sure. Yep. I think we'll be blown away at E3 and maybe even slightly before E3 as to what those new consoles will look like. And to Ains's point, these will simply be backwards compatible or simply cross-platform. You'll be able to play them um, through Game Pass and everything. They'll just simply transfer over like, oh, you want to play it on your Scarlet? Here it is. It's ready to go. So, but um, yeah, so yeah, great presentation. Um, we'll see what's next for Xbox. I think they're kind of in a cruise control pattern now until E3. We'll see if anything else big gets announced in the near future. Um, from either first party or maybe some cross-platform game that's coming here um, that we're not expecting. But, you know, most of the stuff in fall we know about that's coming out that's going to be good or has come out already. So we'll probably touch more on what has happened in the fall for gaming in the next few bitcasts or so. So let's move on to the next two or three stories that we have for news. And the big winner for the week is the Google Stadia launch lineup. Blowing people away <laughs> left and right. Um subscribes are way up here so for people not in the know this has been kind of a joke around social media when in the world is google stadia even launching what is launching what's happening um so google stadia does go live on november 19th um to keep in mind this is the beta it's not the official product that's launching and they did talk about the games that will be available at launch and just for people to know what it is it's 12 games which is kind of a weird thing Nothing new um, in the sense of like a new game that is launching on November 19th. There's a lot of games that are coming out. Let me just read them really quick. We got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Destiny 2, Guilt, Just Dance 2020, a game called Kine or Keen. I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Samurai Showdown, which came out this past summer, Thumper, a game that has been out for a very long time, and then three Tomb Raider games. So if you've not played the, I guess you'd call it the rebooted Tomb Raider, that's uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Rise of the Tomb Raider, the 25-year um, celebration, which has all DLC and then some skins and stuff for Lara, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, which includes all DLC as well. That's it. That's all you're getting. That so um, Hot. I don't even know how to start on this story without really giving it a hard time. Um, how do you guys want to approach this one? I'm how to lost. approach? Yeah. <laughs> I canceled my pre-order like a month ago, and I'm super excited about that. Hey, you use the money yeah. for a Xbox Elite controller, V2. So uh -huh. I made the correct choice. Um, it's DOA, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not even going to mince the words. I mean, I, I don't see how, having played xCloud and having seen how it performs... You know, and it being out there already, you know, in beta form. In a known ecosystem, right? Right, in a known ecosystem. It's not like Google has, you know, floored people with their, you know, stick to itiveness. <laughs> they suck at it. Uh -huh. All right. I mean, there's been so many places that have just lost, like Google Fiber or, you know, any kind of, some of their, so it's just, it's, this is crazy to me crazy it's crazy they're not more prepared for this launch right. and, and then they came out and said uh was it this week they said at launch two there's going to be no achievements no uh 4k is going to be unavailable on pc how does that even work like sure. that's your core market google that makes sense um and uh yeah there's just a bunch that's not available from what they originally talked about meaning of course that this isn't going to really be what they would consider the true product until probably mid next year when 
everybody's going to be focused on PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. Um, yep. xCloud will be further along, probably further along than Stadia. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just everything we already talked about. It's very bizarre to me. I, I don't understand. We're like the most positive three guys. We buy literally everything. We play everything. Yep. Um, I'm finding a very hard time saying anything positive about Stadia. Yeah, it's in a really weird place. I'm For me, I'm more curious to see how it launches just from a functionality standpoint. I'm not in the pre-order list. I'm not buying it. All these games I have, with the exception of Guilt and Kine or Keen, or once again, I don't know how to even say that one. Commander Keen. Um, but, Commander Keen. Oh, is that Commander Keen? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> no. just messing around. Like, what am I missing? I bought it. Um, that's, that's coming from Bethesda, Commander yeah. Keen, or something like that. Um, but anyways... Um, very weird. Um, I think the, the one of the funny things is I've seen a lot of the IGNs and the game spots and everything all trying to showcase what's coming from Stadia. I think they're intentionally being pushed by Google to do that just to get to get the word out. But I don't think from an industry perspective that there's a lot of people that are too excited about this. I'm really wanting to see what the general public even does. If I was to go ask my brother who's not a gamer and be like, hey, are you going to be picking up Google Stadia? He'd be like, Google what? Is yeah. that like a... New email server? What is that? He, they wouldn't even know. So Sounds I mean, like an your average sweetener. person has no idea what a Stadia is. Yeah, artificial. I mean, and, and even people. Stevia. I think if yeah. people that are using like Google products on the daily don't even know what it is. So um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be November. Um, there's a few more games coming out before the end of the year. Uh, Borderlands 3 is rumored to be either end of 2019 or early 2020. We'll see if that actually happens, but I would expect some delays on software. And I wouldn't be surprised if November 19th comes and we have some serious crashes and they delay it even further, or they quit accepting new gamers into the program until they're ready to go for maybe 2020 even. So, yeah. surprise there, but there's your launch lineup. So, it is what it is, as we like to say. <laughs> yep. Okay, CNBC did some reporting on Xbox console numbers. And so if you have uh, either gone to Season Gaming or otherwhere uh, that you're maybe getting your news from, the big number is I think it's 46.9 million um, of consoles that have been sold from an Xbox perspective. Um, Xbox doesn't really share their numbers as to how many consoles have been sold. So this is kind of what has been expected somewhere in the, I think it was between 40 and 50 mil is what the number has been rumored and talked about for a long time. But interesting to see, this did come from IDC. Um, and if you go to our website, you can click on the hyperlink and actually go to their site and see a few things there. But that's the number that has come out from CNBC. Anything you guys want to mention on this one? Is this about what you expected? Yeah, it's it's about what I expected. I know people have reported like VG charts and whatnot in the forty one to forty two range, which was always thought to be low. So forty seven's right yep. right about where you would imagine it would be, and that was through the second quarter. So what through June, right? Yeah, through June. Yep. So um, yeah, so they'll probably be you know in the fifty million range sometime next year. And oh, I think Black Friday they'll hit that. Black Friday, a yeah. couple. Yeah, they usually say about a million. But anyway, yeah, I mean this is about what's expected. It's it is disappointing coming off the Xbox 360 generation, but it's also not the worst thing in the world. It's actually uh, one of the better selling consoles of all time, which is kind of just shows how big the market is nowadays. So um, the most interesting thing out of the report really was that in the U.S. it's almost one to one with PS4. It's really the world market where yep. it just gets crushed. So um, pretty interesting. Yep. Yeah. And for a long time, um, Xbox was the leader in console sales until recently. Um, that PlayStation passed them in the States, in the US, that is. Yeah. So, yep. uh, nope, that's about it. All good. 
I got nothing. Dan, you're gonna say something. No. Okay. <laughs> I, got, I got nada. No, I got nothing on Okay, that. so um, our next few tra- or, uh, pieces of news is some trailers that have come out and an announcement that has come out recently about our favorite actor, Marky Mark, a.k.a. Mark Wahlberg, um, once again attached to the Uncharted movie, which is not the best news for us, but, you know, some people may like that. He is not being looked at for, once again, Nathan Drake. That is That role has already gone to Tom Holland, Spider-Man actor, in case you guys don't know who that is. The point of this movie is an origin-type story for Nathan Drake, and Mark Wahlberg is being looked at for Sully, which has me scratching my head and then some, um, as to how he even portrays Sully in any way whatsoever. Um, Earlier in the week, it was rumored, and as the week progressed, it appears that he has signed on. So um, nothing official from the studio or the director or anything, but this is what the rumor mill is currently going on this one. I don't have much else to say about this besides that. I'm not too excited about it. Is this movie dead on arrival? Yes. It's the Google Stadia of video game movies. <laughs> it's the Google Stadia. <laughs> no, here's the thing. This this is this is a name recognition thing. You know, I mean, first, you know, Tom Holland as, you know, Nathan Drake. I understand it's an origin movie, but I mean, I I only played a couple of the Uncharted games, but the thing is, you know, it's a very good story from what I played. It's just I'm I'm so used to that older person, you know, even at the first in the first game. I mean, he's still an older guy, you know. And Mark Wahlberg is so like, no, come on, man, come on, come on, Sony, what the heck? <laughs> I mean, first it's you know Tom Holland and Venom, and now you're doing this. I mean, Tom this, Hardy, you mean? Oh, Hardy, Tom Holland. Uh, <laughs> um. So this, 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 to your point, just screams that they're trying to put big names to attract something to the movie, and that usually leads to failure, right? Focus yes. on the movie itself. Mark Wahlberg is not Sully. He never, he, not my Sully. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, let's put this stuff back on. <laughs> um, don't like Mark Wahlberg. Even if you do like him, I don't know what business he has playing Sully. Uh, Sully's my favorite character in the Uncharted games. He's freaking fantastic. Um, and I... You could probably say, name an actor who would be least likely to play Sully, and I probably would have said Mark Wahlberg. So maybe, I don't know what's going on over at Sony, but not good, not excited. Mm. Makes me worried for the movie overall. Yeah, and that's another that's another video game movie that's been in development hell for a very long time. So um, we'll see if it even gets made. It wouldn't be surprised me if he gets detached from the movie again, because that's what actually happened the first good. time. The movie <laughs> never got off the never got off the ground. He's like, I'm busy now. I can't do it anymore. Delayed longer, and now guess what? He's not busy anymore. So once again, he's back on the crap. So. Anyways, um, the Witcher Netflix series has been greenlit for a season two, and it hasn't even come out yet. So that's uh, great news. I think last BitCast we talked about that they have enough content for seven seasons. However, um, obviously season one already coming out in December. Season two already greenlit for season potentially three right around the corner. So that leads us to believe that it's pretty good content. I mean, I don't think many shows get greenlit that fast. Yeah, the fact that second season's already signed and, and done deal before the first one even debuts. I think there, you know, there's a lot of market analysis on in general interest in something. And I think this one's going to definitely blow the doors off. So, uh, I think it goes without saying we're all pumped for it. Can't wait. Yeah. Go ahead and sign all seven seasons. I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> we got Dan. Dan just goes. Make yep. Yep. sounds yep. now. Yep. <laughs> All right, the other big trailer this week is Sonic the Hedgehog. The new redone CGI Sonic did come out. People super excited for it. My big 
comment on it well is the movie any good we finally got a new sonic but the movie kind of looks like crap but uh, sonic looks good he looks right out of the out of the game so what do we what do we think here i mean uh, he does look good that's all i can say yep yeah sure does (laughs) you know here's the thing i love ben schwartz i think he's hilarious um but Mm. i don't know about everybody else in the game in the movie game game movie the game movie (laughs) the game movie yeah um yeah. yeah, Sonic looks cool. Yeah, he looks cool. They man. fixed him. I think it's a really cool story, right? That they there was so much negative feedback, and everyone was like, "This isn't Sonic," and they took time and went yeah. back and fixed it. And he does. He looks awesome now. Yeah, but then you got super, super duper Jim Carrey saying they shouldn't even gone back and fixed it. Ah, screw it. Come on, meditate. Yeah, in all <laughs> in all honesty, the first Sonic was pretty creepy. I mean, yeah, I mean he sure. looked very creepy in my opinion. So. I, I don't know if we should have like you know banded together and made them redo everything, but the change here is pretty good. Yeah. So it, it's going to help them out from a commercial success side. But um, the movie, I it just looks kind of odd. Like even the trailer looks kind of odd. I mean, Sonic comes from another universe and he's running around throwing rings, and yeah. Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik is just kind of strange. So um, I don't know. I, I I'm interested to see if this movie's any good. I, I don't know if it's going to be good or just crap. And then Sonic looks cool. I mean, we got that figured out. Yeah. So um, we'll see. So that was this week. If you haven't seen it yet, just type in Sonic in YouTube, and you'll get the latest trailer. There has been some cool comparisons to show like what he used to look like before. It's very similarly the same trailer, just a new Sonic look. So uh, you can see the side by sides of everything going on. Um, and then the last. Um, I guess news piece is that there's not going to be a early access trial on EA Access for the new Star Wars game. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order did come out Friday of this week, depending on when you're listening. So that would have been the 15th of November. Um, And that's kind of a sad thing. I was looking forward to give it a try before buying it. I ended up buying it anyways. Um, So that's pretty sad news. Yeah, Yeah. that's pretty sad news. It did. They got me. (laughs) They got me on top of having EAX. So now the first game I'll play on EAX this year will be Need for Speed Heat. So there you go. I'm not sure if it's worth the the money I spent this year, but maybe it is. Which segues us into the conversation I did want to have. So we wanted to give some really quick uh, early impressions on what we're thinking so far about the new Star Wars game. It is out. You can play it. All versions are out. Um, Ains, why don't we start with you? What are your quick thoughts here? I know uh, you had mentioned that this game has a lot of your favorite franchises mixed into one. So, what do you what do you want to say on this one? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm loving what I've played so far. I'm a few hours in. I'm about to go to the third planet, I think, and um, I, I like it a lot. It is. Uh, I, I said it's a mix of Dark Souls, God of War, and Tomb Raider. Um, I love all those games. Um, it can be a little challenging. There's uh, traversal and um, exploration, which I like. Um, I think we were talking just beforehand here that the game's design, from the level layouts to um, enemy design and combat, is really Dark Souls-ish, which we were finding an interesting choice. Uh, we don't really know who or why at Respawn they decided to go that route, but they did, and so be it. Um, the one interesting thing I find, though, uh, versus, say, uh, Dark Souls, is that as you level up, you unlock skill points, you know, to get your different skills, but you don't, um, your character's not really getting any stronger, per se. You can get bigger health and bigger force, but you're not getting stronger. And so, um, I know some, you guys were talking about some of the bigger enemies kind of posing a challenge at times, um, but I haven't gotten to a point that's really hung me up yet. We'll see if that happens. I'm sure it will at some point, but, um... Overall, I'm really, 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 really liking it. I'm thinking about playing it right now as we're talking. Yeah, kind of the same thing. I, I, I'm not a Dark Souls fan, 
Um, I've never been a really, I'm, not, I'm just not good. Is good enough to play those games. But this one's a little bit more accessible, mm -hmm. I think. And difficulty levels? There is difficulty levels. You actually play on story. Now, I will preface this by saying I did try the easy mode for about five minutes. It is ridiculously easy. <laughs> like, it just completely takes any kind of challenge out of the game. Um, so, I have, so Dan, um, yes. just to interrupt you really quick on that. So is that the story mode that you were telling us about? Yes, it's called, I think it's story, okay. then it goes like Jedi Knight, Jedi Master. Those are the difficulty levels. Yeah, it's okay. not it's yeah. not hard at all. I mean, you can just kind of just sit there and button mash if you really wanted to. Now, in just normal mode, it, it presents a challenge, especially when you get more uh, guys around you. Some of the bigger bosses are kind of tough. I have the problem with just kind of the traversal. Um, I have probably died more falling off of stuff <laughs> um, than I have actually in fights um, because you can learn how that kind of stuff works and how the mechanics work but it's I, there's something about just the jumping and you gotta you gotta be very very precise you know you slide down a lot of things you gotta swing on ropes you gotta uh, wall run and do all this other stuff now some of that stuff gets easier as you progress only because of the powers that you end up getting but it's still kind of a pain in the butt um, so I can definitely see why people will get frustrated with that but otherwise um, for being a game in this vein uh, I really, really enjoy it. So, yeah, um, I'm loving it too. Um, I'm having a few technical issues with it. Um, I've jumped back and forth, so I have it on the Xbox X, and you have a uh, normal, which I believe is quality mode, and then you have performance mode. I've jumped back and forth between the two of them because I've been having a lot of frame rate issues. Um, and I've actually found that quality mode is the better route to take because when you put it in performance mode, it puts it to 1080p and then unlocks the frame rate, and that frame rate is all over the place. So stick to the 1440p with 30 frames per second locked, and then that's a better performance from my end. Um, it's been super fun. I initially started on, I think it's the Jedi Master, which was the second hardest um, before the hardest difficulty. That actually ended up being too much for me. I was getting too frustrated about just really cheap deaths and so i went to just the standard normal difficulty and i'm having a lot more fun on there and it's still posing quite a challenge so it's right in a nice area for me story is interesting um i think some of the which is really weird me and ains and i think dan you're part of the conversation too when we were chatting no i think yeah i think you were there dan i feel like me and ains were chatting on a game or something but the graphics are kind of all over the place for me. So some of the levels are absolutely stunning. Like you look at the sun and the way it's shimmering off mountains and the landscapes are really great. And then some of the characters look fantastic in this scene. And then in other scenes, you look like you're watching a game with the characters from the Xbox 360 PlayStation 3 era. It's like, what happened here? And then sometimes some of the characters, it looks like the textures haven't loaded in on their face, our face yet. So it's just really <laughs> mixed. So I think that the game could have had a little bit more optimization just from a performance standpoint. Um, I watched Digital Foundry's video, which is about a 30-minute video, and they go through all the different things and stuff. Some things that I didn't notice, because um, I don't, I haven't played it on the Xbox um, S and the launch Xbox, is that it's almost unplayable there. So I think they're going to have some patches hopefully coming out soon. I think they are going to start analyzing the PlayStation versions to see if the launch PlayStation 4 has issues as well. But um, I hope that it gets patched, because it's a good game that could use a performance boost because of the way the game plays when you're playing a difficult game with the platforming that exists you need to have a smooth experience somewhere whether it be resolution or frame rate it has to be there because then you're going to have a little frustration on getting killed cheaply or maybe it's a platforming death that you fall off something because it skipped a frame somewhere so those are the only things that i can see i'm about eight hours into it so we'll see as it progresses 
fun game. If you're a Star Wars fan, I think it's a must-play, personally. So. Yep. All right. Um, let's talk about what we're playing, I guess, and then we'll get to our reviews. So, uh, Dan, um, what are you playing these days? I know you just finished a good one. Yeah. Uh, so I finished Death Stranding and then Star Wars, really. That's really all I've been playing, I think. Um, I'm about to jump in on okay. Asian Empires 2, but we'll get to that later. Nain, so about yourself? Uh, so I've been uh, pretty much living that Pokemon <laughs> life. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just am <laughs> laughing already. I actually oh, bought man. Pokemon. I think I'm the yeah. only one of the three, right? Yeah. No, um, no, I got it. I just haven't played it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you're the lucky one. Um, no, it's uh, it's interesting, if nothing else. I'm not a Pokemon guy. I figured I'd give it a shot. I got it cheap, and uh, we'll see what, what that's like. So I am trying it, if nothing else. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is still on there, too. I got to travel this week, so Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion 3 will go with me. Hopefully I get some time with them. Star Wars we just talked about, and then I went back and uh, still playing a lot of Modern Warfare multiplayer, but I finally jumped in the campaign this week, and uh, I'm right near the end of it. I think I'm on the last mission. It's really, really good. Super like, good. really good. Mm -hmm. um, I think it might be my favorite uh, Call of Duty campaign yet, which I think about. is what you Whoa. said as well. Yep. Um, yeah, I just really like it. It's well-written, mm -hmm. well-choreographed. Uh, the graphics are mind-blowing at times. Uh, love it. So, uh, yeah, a lot. I mean, what, what's not to love? Too many good games. Okay. Yeah, that, that brings up a good point. We should have, like, um, our favorite Call of Duty campaign and actually go back and remember each one. For me, funny enough, it's... It's close between this one and Infinite Warfare. I actually love the story from yeah. Infinite Warfare, yeah. um, and it's the same. It's the same dev, and I think I think they make the best uh, stories yeah, and, and, sure and Call of Duty. So, because um, even the ones before the the lack of a campaign in the most recent Black Ops, they're all kind of meh. You're kind of like, eh, it was all right. I got through it. It, it is what it is. I know some people really but, uh, love Black one Ops really... One. I actually never played that one. Yep, I don't think I have either. It's okay. It, it, it's the one where there's like the a mind um like a mind fuck going on dan and he's like stuck in a room getting tortured and stuff oh and you know what i'm not have to go back and look yeah he's hearing voices and stuff it's it's okay i mean it's good i think there's i think it got overly complicated than it needed to be kojima but i think it was good kojima <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I've been doing the same thing. I had a very busy week at work, so I played a little bit of campaign. And other than that, I was in bed by almost 9, 9.30 almost every night. But now playing Star Wars like crazy, jumping in between that and um, Call of Duty. So that's been my thing. I'm hoping to finish up Star Wars here in the near future because I want to get to some of my backlog. And now with all these games coming out on Game Pass, like Reach. I can't wait to play Reach oh, Remastered um, beginning of December. I'll be stuck in that because it's my favorite Halo game. Um, but, yeah ton of stuff coming let's jump over to our reviews of this week which one of you guys want to go first i know we both got a review for outer worlds and dan you're doing death stranding you guys want to flip a coin no let's not get out of worlds because all we three of us it, yeah. yeah we've all finished it um i did the review for the site okay. uh i gave it an 8.5 um which is kind of in the middle superb range for our review um as you're listening to this the review will be on the site and i as you can tell, because it's been out for some weeks now, I took a little longer to write it, and that's primarily because, as if you listen to us, you know I play games very slowly, um, in the sense of I kind of take my time and, and explore all over the place, which I know I touched on last week. So um, I really, really enjoy it. I think uh, what has been said about it kind of overwhelmingly across the gaming community applies in the sense of it's the game that we've been waiting for Bioware and uh, Bethesda to a lesser degree to make. I uh, love the player choice aspects of it. I love the characters. Uh, it's super, super well written. 
And uh, I think it's just a, a fantastic new foundational IP for uh, Obsidian. And I think we'll see, um, we'll definitely see follow-ups to it. It's just, uh, it seems to have done very well in the market as well. And uh, overwhelmingly, it's uh, it's been praised. So I don't really have too many negative things to say about it. The combat is a little, you know, the combat's nothing really to write home about. Um, there's a lot of item management. You're picking up a lot of things that you don't really need to use often. Um, which kind of happens in a lot of Western yeah. RPGs, really. Um, a little nitpicky on performance here and there, you know. That's that's. I probably would have given it a nine if uh, if it could have overcome a few of those things. But regardless, uh, for a new IP that was just announced and released in the same year, which is rare nowadays, um, really loved it. Really? Thought it was a great game. So, anything you guys want to add on there or ask? I don't think you need to ask since you've all both finished it. Yeah. So so what struck me about the game and. I think your score is probably right about right on while we're giving it um, the lack of bugs. Yeah, yeah, for, you know, yeah, you're gonna have a few, a couple frame rate hiccups, but bugs. There, it was Nothing. really. Yeah. I, mean, I had I had hardly any issues whatsoever, and a game that size. Um, and if you look back at you know Fallout games and stuff they did, you know, even New Vegas, you know, while it was not as bad as some of the other ones that Bethesda did. Um, there was just nothing, you know, yeah. where I could, where I was like, oh yeah, look at this guy, he's flying, you know, a <laughs> hundred feet in the air and his head is exploding. And that was very well. It, they did a really, really good job with it. I loved it. Yeah. So I really enjoyed my time on it. Um, I, I think I, I joked even last week. It scratches the itch, as my typical phrase goes, of a lot of Mass itches. Effect yeah, and and that's right <laughs> of Mass Effect and Fallout and one, which I didn't think could be done so well. Um, I liked all of the companions as well. I mean, the the bot was a little bit eh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> didn't really, it didn't really help more me much. I only went on yeah. one or two yeah, missions. Yeah, more personality. Yeah, Felix. there was some funny stuff. Felix, Felix is boring. <laughs> yeah, Felix is super boring. And funny enough, I ended up going with uh, Parvati. Parvati, yeah. Um, and uh, and Ellie, where the main yeah. ones I went with. And I also went with uh, the, the the Dacker guy. I always forget his name too. Dacker. Um, or Vicker. the Vicker. I was like, what's Vicker. Dacker? You mean Vicker. Max? Vicker. Yeah. yeah. Vicker. And uh, Nyoka yeah. was actually yeah. pretty cool too. I actually liked all of them except for Felix yeah. and the bot. Yeah. Yeah. Funny enough, I did the same. I didn't. I intentionally did their side missions, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, but I liked it too. The other thing I like a lot is that it encourages multiple playthroughs um, and to get different experiences. Some of, some of the other ones you get maybe a few different responses from other games, and that's really the only difference of another playthrough. But on this one, there are some big major decisions that change the game dramatically um, on what happens in the story and stuff like that. So I do encourage people to play it and play it at least minimum two times. I'll, I'll come back to this game later on. Um, and it was fantastic. So I'm, I agree with you on the review score and everything. I couldn't, I wouldn't change a word out of what you said, actually. It's fantastic. Could yeah, be and I think just to double down on what you said at the end there, I think in, in my review, one thing I really point out is just it's it's kind of like the pinnacle of player choice, in my opinion. There were several times during the game yep. where I was presented with a choice and I was actually had a hard time making it. Like, oh, crap, I see multiple angles here. And mm -hmm. then what also took me a little longer to write the review is I went back and kind of did some major things multiple different ways and there, it's just unbelievable how many different paths there are in the game. So, yeah, you can completely yep. change even just the companion missions. Everything. You know, yeah. I, I went back and started a whole new playthrough and it's just I'm doing everything just like a big old a-hole and <laughs> it's actually hilarious. I'm sure it's funny. Oh yeah. The writing is brilliant. In the oh, game. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, great game. Check it out if you haven't. As you're reading this, my review's up. If you uh, want to give it a look, please do. 100%. Yep. 
Death Stranding. On to you, Dan, on your game. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. So, so set the table. So you gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. Right. Uh, and you, going into the game, were not really... You didn't have super high expectations. You weren't one of those that were like dying no. for the game. I, I really had actually pretty low expectations. I, I expected it to go full Kojima. Um, <laughs> and I think he reined it in to the point where it actually worked. And it was coherent. Which well, I can't, yeah, right. You can't say that very much about like a Kojima game. Um, here, here's the thing. I mean, it's a, it's a very divisive game. Um, I'll probably get some, you know, some gruff on my score, but it really is a unique experience. He brings some different kind of mechanics to the to the kind of third person action adventure genre, uh, especially with the uh, the social aspect of the game. I really wasn't. I didn't know what to expect. So it actually works out very, very well. Um, you, you go in, you, you know, you're basically going from point A from point to point B. You know, people call it the, the FedEx simulator. It's it's a lot more than that. It's more of a means to an end. It's more of a postal service. Yeah, it's more of a, <laughs> it's more of a DHL, actually, <laughs> Amazon. Um, there are a ton of missions. Um, it plays very well. Not a whole lot of bugs that I came across. Um, it can be frustrating, you know, a little bit at times, um, but I think that's overcome as you progress in the game. You know, you kind of start off as just a regular Norman Reedus, and by the end of it, you're kind of super Norman Reedus and can carry, you know, buildings on your back. Um, it, it's it's not going to be for everybody, 100%. And I totally understand why, you know, read the, the lower score reviews, totally get it. I don't understand how people are also calling it a masterpiece necessarily. But it's very, very, very good and very well done. And I think, you know, the nine that I gave it um, probably would have been a little bit lower had he not tied it up so well. And the story really made sense at the end. Now, it's, you know, your sci-fi adventure, so you got to suspend certain belief, obviously. But um, I don't want to go too long about it. The, the review is very, very long. Um, it's very, very well done. Um, if you can get it and, you know, you got 40 hours, 50 hours to put into it, it's definitely a long game. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't have that time. Um, but um, everything kind of feels meaningful. It's a very, very, you know, purposeful game. You know, I see, you know, when I, when I started off, I think I said to some guys, you know, I, I kind of see where he's going with it. Let's just see if he can get us there. And he did, and I was pretty impressed. Good. Yep. Uh, uh, go ahead, Bert. I, I had a question, now I forgot it. So, if you have something. No. So, so Dan, I mean, I know you'd mentioned that, well, first of all, being a nine surprised you. Is this jumping up to one of your game of the years, or just a fun experience and you're kind of moving on from it now? I think between this one um, and probably Control right now, they're probably two, my top two games this year. Because um, they've just wow. been very unique. You know experiences, and I, I kind of dig that um, that sci-fi genre kind of deal. Um, they're two very different games, um, very very different. Um, so between those two, maybe Outer Worlds too. That's probably my top three so far this year. Um, I, it's it's up there, and I didn't. I yeah, I'm I'm still not a huge fan of Kojima the man. <laughs> you know, I still think he's kind of an arrogant piece of crap. But at the same time, you know, so is you know. David Cage, like I mentioned in the review, and Ken Levine, who I think is also a very arrogant person, but he produced Bioshock, which is one of my favorite games of all time. So, you know, I think a lot of people are kind of stuck on that Kojima 
it's kind of you know he I don't does like that, that to himself. He, too, oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. He, you know, I mean, but I think if you can look past that and actually give it a go once in a while, you know, one time, you'll you'll see that it's not just a walking simulator. I think it's, but you do a lot of walking. So, <laughs> you know, that's that, that's for sure. So my last question on this one, Dan, is yeah. so who do you recommend this game for, and who do you not recommend it for? Uh, the latter yeah. would be a guy named Ainsley Bowden. Yeah, probably Ains um, would be the last. Yeah, don't play it. I would say people with a lot of time that enjoy that kind of Inception slash Interstellar don't do that. slash. Don't, don't compare to Nolan. Don't it's, do it's, it. It's a very, very well-written game. Uh, the story, you know, for the most part, I mean, yeah, there's times where it kind of it's like, uh, what is that? Okay. But then he kind of comes back around and, you know, says, you know, he kind of explains what's going on. It's very, very detailed. If you like that big story experience of sci-fi kind of weird angles with twists kind of thing, um, I think uh, you'll like this game. And it's not just all running around. And you like cutscenes. Lots of cutscenes. Now, you can skip. You start figuring out which ones you can skip and which ones you probably shouldn't skip. Um, but there are a lot of cutscenes. The last, I think, two hours of the game, well, not one giant cutscene... Uh, it's kind of intermingled with some other stuff, but that other stuff is mostly just running around. So it's <laughs> and not even doing anything. Like you, you have to like there. There's about a 30 minute period where I was just like, okay, hey, you better do something here, and he did. So it kind of made sense. It's it, it, it's it's tough. It's tough because you know it's just not a game for everybody. I think I think I think every score that's you know it's received is probably valid. So it's fun. I was. Uh Sorry, I was going to say, it's funny, I was putting this up on a, you know, a news aggregate site earlier for you, and I think I texted you, and I said, there's two other Death Stranding reviews going up on the site right now. Yeah. One was a 10, one was a 4. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just, yeah. that's how this game is. Yeah, I, I've never seen, I, I've never, I mean, if there was a 10 in my book, it'd probably be like Bioshock, but... Yep, Last the, of Us. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot Witcher. of them. Yeah, I don't even know if those would be 10s for Whoa. me. Maybe nine, and a half. maybe nine and a half. You trying to get kicked off? I'm trying. I'm trying. Like maybe nine and a half on those. Stop it. But I just don't. You know, every game's got issues. So, and this one's going to be kind of one of those things where it's just going to be divisive. As long as you, you know, I, I don't like when you levy criticism against something that you've never played. I can understand levying criticism against something that you have, but I would say it, it's not play the game. And it play play through Act Three, and if you're not convinced by that point, then you get the hell out of there. <laughs> Move along, because that's when yeah. it's it. Yeah. 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 The funny thing is, I have the I still have another CE sitting in my living room downstairs, still in the box. Is, <laughs> is it crying? And yeah. I'm. Now it probably will pretty soon, <laughs> but I I'm debating just keeping it, and maybe even doing an unboxing for our channel, and maybe giving Sweet. it a try. But I, like I said, I want to get through the other games I have, and maybe get to that one because I think if I like that game, it will suck me in for 60, 70, 80 hours, and yeah. I swore myself off super long games like that for a while because when, when I'm playing those, I'm so stuck in that one game that I can't play anything else that I want to play, and so I need one. to decide if I want to do that before the end of the year. So, um, I don't know. I appreciate the review, guys. You guys kicked it out of the park as usual. So, yeah, man. Um, crap. I have, to, I have to introduce myself to name that game. <laughs> and and uh, bring him on. Here he is. He's taking it over. Hey, name that game. <laughs> I will be appearing. 
can you be my goatee? <laughs> I can't even tell you. Okay. Can't even tell you. Do you guys have a stand nearby that I can put myself on somewhere? Yeah, I got my third um, leg. Or something? Uh, you can sit on the microphone. <laughs> Whoa. What? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know what just happened there. I got really... <laughs> really I got really comfortable. Yeah. Something that's what happened. Yep. Okay. So I, did, I didn't even come up with 10 questions because I think you guys are going to get this one relatively quick. This is more of a fun one based on yeah. our conversations Damn for the past yeah, year. Yeah, i.e. So I forgot I had it until <laughs> 10 minutes before they started. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. I have, I have the game. I actually have it here, so I'll, I'll pull no, it up in just a second. A so, um, no. Well, I have a lot of games. <laughs> that's, that's a horrible clue. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, I'm going to give this one to Dan first just because he doesn't usually get to go first on a lot of these uh, big casts. Um, and... <laughs> Oh, that's because yeah, we're kind of in a weird order. Right, Ains was hosting and he was doing it in that game. So. Let's do it. All right, Dan. This game came out in 1993 Jesus. on the Genesis and 1994 on the Game Gear. It goes Game Gear. Why is that? Why, why is did that you have a Game Gear Sega, back then? Why is that that's, that's Sega's portable system. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did not have a Game Gear. I now remember it, though. Uh, 93. I always wanted Gee, that was early. Uh, Toe Jam and I, I always wanted one, but I never could get one. What was it? Toe Jam and Earl? No. Oh, damn. I'm going to go with the negative on that one. Haynes, yours. Gauntlet. Oh, God. Are you trolling <laughs> no, or are you being for real? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that is a negative. Oh, that is man. a negative. Okay. Do you guys have any clues for me? Any questions? Nope. Not yet. Okay. Moving on to question two. I'm kind of excited about this. I'm going to get through some of these questions. All right. This game. (laughs) This game only took two months to develop. Oh, jeez. Two months. I'm worried that Ains is going to get this one soon because he's a Sega kid. Yeah, I'm running all of them through my mind here. Um say sonic yes good choice sonic yep. no did that game take two months to develop <laughs> no not. probably not no <laughs> jeez <laughs> not sonic yeah uh, i have damn. no clue uh pong 93 <laughs> <laughs> what imagine. did you say pong 93 <laughs> pong 93 the remastered version <laughs> the anniversary <laughs> edition yeah the anniversary yeah. Oh man! Oh, well, yeah. And that's, I can't imagine that's what I thought you said. Long. That's why I cracked up. Yeah, it, was, it was just a different color. <laughs> that'd be awesome if they I made know. like a if they made a Pong ninety three. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I can't that's negative. Long okay, so that's close. So okay, let me explain something here for you guys. So it is part of a big series that has gone on for a very long time. Um, the reason it took two months to develop was because the mainline game that was supposed to come out in. 93 Christmas time was not going to be ready. So this game was developed in two months. So that's your next clue. So it was it was developed as a different game and then the last two months they completely changed it to something else. Yeah, it, it's it's part of a, it's part of a big series. So um, they, the, the developers were like, hey, my game's not going to be ready in 93 so they've made this one really quick. Okay. So if you know anything about 93. games back then. Was there, here's my question for you. Um, is, is this the first game in that series or were there previous ones i mean well i guess the first game there there was previous games in that series cool doesn't help uh 
don't know why I asked that question. Uh, break out. I'm just going to stick with the palm. Break out. <laughs> no. <93. laughs> <laughs> that is, that is, it's better than 17. Yes. That was the best answer last um, week. Yeah. Going into the, the memory books here. Columns. What's columns? No, that was a great game, though. <laughs> I love that. Game. My friend had it on the Game Gear, and I really wanted yeah. to play it. I'm trying so to think of games that were on both. I'm struggling. Game Gear, I wasn't I wasn't big on Game Gear. Mm. Yeah, I just remember it existed. Okay, next clue. So um, I did mention that they had an, another team working on this one. And so this game is part of a big series, like I said. They traditionally were developed in Japan. The, the Sega of America was asked to develop this game that we're talking about, while the Sega of Japan continued to work on the mainline game that did not make it to holiday season. So this was not developed by Sega of Japan. Sega of America was working on this one. I'm just going to throw Fantasy Star out there. Literally was going to say the same thing. <laughs> there's no, there's no. no fantasy star in Game Gear. I don't think though. Maybe there is. Maybe you just I don't, don't think know about so. It. Damn it. No, I'd know about it. No, I don't. <laughs> fantasy star is my jam. A hundred percent. Master Blaster. Dang it! That ain't <laughs> Master Blaster. No, <laughs> that is incorrect. Is that a game? That is incorrect. Yeah, it is on, on the okay. NES. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was something from. All right. Mad next Max. clue. Also something. From next Mad clue. Max. There was a roller coaster that was developed and based off of this game in Alton Towers in a partnership with Sega. Alton, Alton Towers, Towers is a theme park. Where? It's a theme park in Staffordshire. Staffordshire? Where's that at? Staffordshire. Sure. Is that here it's in the UK? UK? Yeah. No. It's in the UK. You're taking me all over the place. <laughs> it's like a world tour. World tour of a game that I don't know. So this is a... Uh, Sonic Kart Racing. I don't freaking know. Say Sonic Kart Racing? Yeah. 93. 93. <laughs> no, 93. Yeah, 93. Go back with Toy Jam Is that your actual guess? Yeah, I have nothing. Alright. No. Um, I am going completely blank here. Uh, Alex <laughs> Kidd. No. Another mm -hmm. fun game, actually, if you're a Sonic kid. Or, uh, not a Sonic, a Sega kid. Sure. Okay, next clue. This has appeared in a number of Sega game collections, dating back to the GameCube, the PlayStation 2, the Xbox, the Wii Virtual Console, almost every single Sega collection this game is a part of. I was playing the damn Genesis collection not that long ago. Um, I'm probably going to hit myself when I hear it. Yep. Uh, Bert's going to hit himself when he figures out that we don't have enough questions. Yeah, well, no, I'm coming up with some right now. I didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Um, wow. Uh, I got nothing. Uh, every, everything that's popping into my head is not part of a big series. Hmm. Oh, you're, you're going to hate yourself after this. Yeah, answer. I imagine. Uh, I'll just Need a clue. I got, I got nothing. Uh, I don't know what to ask. Yeah, I guess I might as well ask something. Is it... Um, is there co-op or multiplayer in it? Negative. Hmm. Single player game. Just uh, Donald, say Vector Man. Nice. No, great game though. Dan, are, are you still on the guess on this one? I think you yeah, are. Yeah, it's his yep. guess. Yeah. Uh, Super Bomberman, ninety-three. No. <laughs> <laughs> ninety-three. Everything has a ninety-three. 
Negative. Okay, there was a somewhat remastered version of this game that came out on iOS Apple uh, Store in 2010, and it recently released on Steam in September of 2010. So it was on all these collections, and its only standalone releases was on the um, iOS and Steam. I mean, I don't know how 2010 is recent, but all right, uh, let's see here. Is it a side-scrolling game? That the that your last question? That's my last question. It is not a it's not a side-scrolling game. Okay. Hmm. No. This is just throwing me way off. Then I'm I'm out of it. Ah, Altered Beast. I do have one guess. 93. It is not Altered Beast. That game came out like in 87, I think. I don't worry. 89, Genesis launch, but it was, it was in arcades in 88. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> my guess is uh, Red Dead Redemption 93. No. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, no. How about Shining Force? No, another just famous game, but great guess. No, all right. <laughs> Jumping into my other uh, my other clues here that I had to look up. All right, there was a sequel to this game, and it came out in two thousand three for the Game Boy Advance. Gee, many Christmas. Dan, it's 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 your turn, by the way. What he just guessed? Yeah, it's it's my guess. Yeah, oh, I don't, I don't have one, but it's my yeah, guess. I mean, you got to throw something out there. Is it an RPG? Negative. You guys are out of clues now. Damn. It's not 2D. It's not an RPG. And the sequel was how many years later? Ten years later? What the F? Yes, about. Correct. God, I'm struggling. I'm trying. If only I could see my Sega games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be cheating. Uh, <laughs> Golden Axe. Nice. Negative. <sighs> Struggling. Um, I'm just trying, like, trying to rack my brain for what was on the Sega. Crap. So nine, 93 is late into Genesis because it came out in 89 and by 95, at 94 in Japan, Saturn was out. Sonic and Knuckles. Yes. Is that your guess? Yeah, it's my guess. Wait, I'm going to no. give you something better. <laughs> that is that is incorrect. I feel like we're getting media. That is incorrect. Yeah, I feel like we're getting, <laughs> we're getting something. You're not. You're not. And I'm telling you guys, you, you guys are both going to regret it afterwards. <laughs> oh. Okay, hold on. I need to find another clue really quick. <laughs> I figured you guys would be there right now. Apparently. Okay. Um, I mean... Jesus. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> from guys. from the trying. clues that he's given uh, us, you're a Sega guy. I know. I'm, I'm uh, embarrassed right now. I'm okay. a Sega kid, and I'm not remembering. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I got one. Jedi I got Fallen one. Order 93. <laughs> no. Okay, the main character starts with three lives. He loses a life when he falls down a drain. Oh, sure. It's on me, right? Yeah. Uh, falls yes. down a drain. Uh, Burger Time, ninety three. Burger Time, great game. Let's play that draft Yeah, definitely yeah, too. Um, yeah, when three was fun. Good times. Fall, this is question eight, by the way. Down. Andre, you better start looking for more questions. Yeah, um, I've got one already. Good job. A dream. You better get one more. 
Why am I struggling so bad with this? Mm. I, wish I, had a I can't think of a drain without thinking of Mario. I'm thinking of right. pipe. You're thinking pipe, but it's, mm -hmm. it's a drain. <laughs> a clear distinction. Yeah, I wonder if it's like a scrubby bubbles game. You know what I mean? <laughs> Scrubbing bubbles, 93. 93. I'm going to go ahead and pass. I got nothing. Well, this will hopefully help. God damn. Damn. He is embarrassed for you. Is on you or me? You. Me? Okay. We've got to know. you got, you got to reach in the yep. clue, though. Okay. They What's the next clue? It. Second to last clue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no problem. I only wrote three clues. <laughs> okay. I'm almost going to have to give it to you at this point. Let's do it. Um, give it to him. Okay. It rhymes with... You earn <laughs> extra lives... You earn extra lives by accumulating 20 million points, which can be accumulated by hitting bumpers, navigating through loops, collecting rings, and destroying enemy characters. Oh, so it's a Sonic game. There you go. It's gotta be. Why would you do that Are to me? Are you giving him clues, Dan? Well, I'm just giving oh, him Are you giving him sure. clues, Dan? I'm helping him out. Is, is, is it you, Sonic Pinball? Yeah. It is Sonic Spinball. Oh, spinball. Yeah. It is Sonic Spinball right here. That's on the. That was that's, the game. that's kind of on us though, because we've made it clear before that you, you, if it's part of a series, you have to say the actual yes. game. That's your so point. when I said Sonic originally, I yeah. kind of got my mind away from it. Right. Well, that's why I went with Sonic and Knuckles. I figured, <laughs> yeah. well, we'll just go for it. Yeah. Sonic Spinball. Wow. Jeez, that's been awesome. Sonic Spinball. Two months to develop. I actually quite enjoyed this game. I know a lot of people maybe didn't, but I thought it was really What was fun. the other game, out of curiosity, that the Japan studio finished? Uh, the game that was not able to be released was Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Oh. So Sonic the Hedgehog 3, they were aiming to get it done by uh, holiday season of 93. They didn't make it. They made it into so Sonic. So they had to come out with that. Cool. Yep, yep. And then, and funny enough, Sonic 3 came out in February of 94, so it was delayed about four or five months. I didn't think, if I remember correctly, I know Sonic 1, 2 were hits. I, I thought 3 was kind of a letdown, and then that Sonic and Knuckles is looked at as like a really good one. Sure. Yeah, people love yeah. Knuckles a lot. All right. <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay, well, there's a there's a name that game that maybe failed a little bit there, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll come loaded with more questions next time. But um, thanks for listening to our BitCast, guys. As far as our closing that we have, um, we have, uh, let's see, the actual reviews for Death Stranding and um, Outer Worlds are out on the site. So if you're more of a reader versus a listener or a watcher, it is there in full detail. As uh, Dan said, I think he said his Death Stranding review is super long. Yeah, so if you want to get more detail about it and not sure if the game's for you, yeah, check it out. Um, and then Ains, I think the Outer Worlds review was typical length. It wasn't too long. I didn't feel like I was reading forever or yeah, anything. No, so standard. Um, good length there. Um, and then we did film some videos while I was over there in Kansas City, um, and we have a fun one coming for you. So what we initially did is each one of us picked a crap um, shovelware game from the Nintendo Switch store. And in our video, each one of us is playing each other's crap game. So we're going to kind of talk about it. We uh, have video of the game being played and then us talking about the game as to what the hell's going on when we're playing. We're aiming to have that to you guys on Wednesday. So uh, stay tuned for that one. The overall video is about uh, 30 minutes or so, 30 to 45 minutes. So you'll be able to watch that. Um, anything else you guys want to mention that you guys have coming out or working on? Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Are you really going to do a review? <laughs> no, because I'm never going to get through the whole <laughs> <Okay>. game. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing our uh, Jedi Fallen Order review? Anybody? Go for it. Somebody. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I was going to say, I'm um, happy to do it too, but um, I don't know when I'm going to actually finish it. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I might I might finish it before Ains does. So that'll it. be since he's traveling. I might try to get it done. I'll aim for next cool. week. So, um, and I've been delaying like crazy on our Modern Warfare MP stuff just because I'm still playing all these different modes. We actually tried Hardpoint for the first time the today in a while, and uh, <laughs> and it was a bit of a headache. It's not the best avenue for a, a King of the Hill type gameplay. Um, Call of Duty's not good for that. So. I hope to have it this week, guys. If you've been for some reason waiting on my review, sorry. Um, I'm, I'm not the best writer, but um, I do have a bit of context with Call of Duty. But um, anyways, like I said, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you liked it, give it a like. If you are loving our content, give us a subscribe. We'd love it. So have a good week. We'll talk to you next week.